1: Hello and welcome to Superbrain,
0: the podcast for everyone with a brain. My name is Sabina Brennan and my guest today is PJ Gallagher, much-loved Irish comedian, broadcaster and actor, best known for his role in The Young Offenders and for his naked camera characters, taxi driver Jake Stevens and a dirty owl one renowned for sexual innuendo. You might want to turn the volume down on this episode and turn your attention up to keep up with this one, as PJ and I are both very excitable and have a tendency to talk loudly and speak over each other. So there's your work and then there's stuff that people have written about you and interviews that you've done. And one of them jumped out at me. And that was about the motorbikes. Because I'm always talking about how people can manage stress or, you know, reduce anxiety. And people always say to me, oh, what about meditation? What about this? And I said, no, you've got to find something that you love where you absolutely lose yourself. You're totally in that. That's meditation. That's much easier than sitting, trying to actually do do the meditation. And that really jumped out at me because I read the article because you were saying the first time you got on a motorbike. Well, first
2: time I ever was on a bike. I mean, anything to do with two wheels has always been my way out of anything. Like, no matter what it was. Like, so a push bike as well. Anything. The first time I was on two wheels ever as a young fella. Like, I'll never forget the first day the stabilisers came off. You know, I'll never forget it. Like, that was a hugely significant day in my life. You know, the day the stabilisers came off, I that sense of freedom. Like, I remember my uncle... What a bastard when I think of it. Like he put (laughs) he put fifty pence on the ground and says, if you can pick that up cycle and pass, you can keep it. And of course I near killed myself. Like
0: you know Oh, you had to be so I read that all right, but I I was thinking the same thing about your uncle, you know. Yeah. I'll be trying to keep you diverted for a long time. No, I think he was just fucking with me. Like I think, you know, it was a
2: different time. It was (laughs) like when you used to like, you know, see kids get hurt for the crack, you know. It was a different time, you know. I grew up in a time where, you know, now it's kids aren't allowed out of the house. I wasn't allowed into the house ever. (laughs) Like I wasn't allowed into the house. Like that was a Packed, you to you know. play outside. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't play. It was just get the fuck out of the house. You know, your mom was busy. Your parents didn't want you there. You were under their feet. So you yeah, know, yeah. nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. You were what's out going all on? Day. Get out! Get the fuck out! You yeah, know, yeah. don't be underneath my feet. So you're eight years old and you have a bike. Well, if you're eight years old and you have a bike, and no one gives a shit where you are until the streetlights come on. You've got freedom in your life, you know. Yeah. And then I started watching Evil Knievel videos. <gasps> do you remember? Jesus Christ, I was... I never... I couldn't believe it. Still, I would say, the greatest influence ever. People look at Evel Knievel and they say, he's the most ridiculous, stupid human being in the face of the earth. He actually never even succeeded in anything he did. This is what I loved about him. <laughs> Every single major jump... He's
0: like your man, Eddie the Eagle. So, do you remember the skinny yeah, Eddie, guy? Yeah, <laughs> except
2: Eddie the Eagle like could stand up and go home. Like... <laughs> can Knievel <laughs> had to try and actually live. Like, you know, he never... He would, like, if I can just live through this next hour, I will be a millionaire. Like, if I can just... So it was never about succeeding. He never wanted to succeed. He just wanted to try and stay the fuck alive for the next 10 minutes. And I remember being obsessed with that idea that this person on a bike could get on a bike and do something which, like, literally take his life in his hands. And if he was alive in 10 minutes' time, he was going to live a different life. And... Uh, this ridiculous man with high heels and a cape and yes. a walking cane, all dressed up, and I was obsessed with it, you know. And, I, like, I would always jump on a bike if I wanted to get away from the world, always jump on a bike. And then my old man got cancer, and he was, like, obviously very sick because it killed him. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And then I remember uh, being, uh, getting on a bike, a motorbike, for, like, you know, months later, like, just in the 90s, like, and I got on a bike and... Riding down, hearing clans, half down Hollybrook Road. I got on Jason Bourne's motorbike and went down Hollybrook Road. Never been on a motorbike before. Yeah. And, uh, and just remember not feeling uh, sad. Like no, the I wasn't first happy time. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't in but a great form I well, didn't start piss about, laughing. Like it wasn't some yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. movie. But all of a sudden, I had something else. I yeah. Yeah. That I was back on two wheels. I was yeah, back in my you, escape.
0: You can't ride a motorbike not paying attention because you're not going to be alive. But then you, you say, like,
2: say that, but you don't feel like you're paying attention. There's something about being in the groove. I think that's what I loved about racing as well. You just get into this place where the only thing that matters you don't feel like you're paying attention at all. No. But the only thing that matters is the second in front of your face.
0: Yeah. That's all. No, that's it. That's not, it. You, you don't, don't have to actively pay attention. That's what I'm, that's you're what you're I'm trying always to trying to alive. get to people. And you're that, just doing
2: it. Just trying to stay alive. And I guess that's what happened with racing then because you go, you go from one extreme. So did
0: you go into racing then?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I raced motorbikes for years then. And I always say that they were the best days of my life. In fact, everything else since racing has just been hanging around. It's not real life at all. Like racing was real life. Like when you getting leaving a the race there on a Sunday and you... Genuinely were shitting yourself. Like the fine line between falling off a motorcycle and winning a trophy. The difference that makes to your life. Yeah. You, like you genuinely could die on a Sunday or you could wake up on the Monday morning with a trophy. And like the difference that makes to your week. Like, you know, that's all you think about is holy shit, you know. So you so- wired all the time. I was wired all the time doing racing. Yeah, I was wired all the time. But it was gave me something to focus on, and that's all I cared about was racing. I didn't care about nothing else. People say why did you gig or why did you do stand up comedy and everything to pay for a motorbike parts. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I've never liked stand up comedy. Like I think sta- I well, like I wouldn't go to a stand up gig if you paid me. I think stand up comedy's fucking grand. Like I only ever did it because I couldn't do fuck all else, you know. <laughs> and then so, so well, you could race. Well, I like, yeah, but not good enough to make a like I was good on the Irish standards. So I could win yeah. a few races here, but I was never going to make a full time living out of it. You know, that was the thing. So uh, racing was where I could put my focus into stuff. And then I did a couple of road races and then I had a huge accident in Spain. And that was the end then because I went back to Mondello Park briefly and for the first time ever on a racetrack, I was afraid. And when you're afraid, it's over.
0: Yeah, because that's over. what I was going. That's what I was going to ask you. Because then you're not
2: you. focused anymore. You're just afraid, you know.
0: You're yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Because what's going through the back of my mind as well is so you've you've mentioned the 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 motorbikes and the stand up right and the motorbike. Like my heart is racing at the thought of being on a motorbike. Like you know, I I'd be kind of pretty scared about that, but. What I find really interesting is you can go that life death stuff on the motorbike and be excited about it and buzzing. But then you had Good, issues yeah. with panic attacks before yeah. performing on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still
2: hate performing on stage. Yeah. You know, I always have done. So that's why I'm not doing it, you know. Um, yeah. I, I understand that. Like, I, But I wasn't afraid to get killed. I didn't care. It just was I was doing something I love doing. Uh, so I didn't care. There was a part of me but that old, was afraid to get injured. how old
0: were you? Are you talking oh, late is, teens, early twenties? No, 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 I was in my
2: thirties. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: yeah, No, it was right into my mid-thirties. Oh, because I was going to say, I'm, you know, your brain hadn't fully kind of developed into no, being no. able to re- assess risk properly. No, it no, was right into <laughs> my
2: mid-thirties. I just didn't wow. care. I just didn't care.
0: Was it that you didn't care or you
2: needed that buzz? I didn't care. You, right, okay. No, it, this was what I wanted to do. I didn't care. I, when I have low moments I often think I wish that was the time I was I was killed. You know, if I have low moments that's what I think because those were the best days of my life. Those are the days that uh, all that mattered was being on a racetrack where I had a single absolute driven focus every weekend where I would stay fit all through the winter, where I would get operations all through the winter and I could bear them all because I knew I was going to get on the racetrack again in the summer where all that mattered was that one second in front of my face and that one second behind me where I could go out to racetracks and and people would get hurt and sometimes I would get fairly badly hurt but I knew I'd be able to get back on the racetrack. So if you die doing that, you don't give a shit. I know it's hard for the people to understand that don't do it but I didn't care about it. And I guess you look at people who've never done it and you think, Grant, you don't get it. Yeah. But my attitude at the time was I would much rather die in a fucked up body now than take a body that's in really good nick into a grave and I'm eight years old and feel like I totally wasted it. That was the attitude I kind of had yeah, at the time. Yeah, but, so, so, so,
0: but it makes me feel sad to think that you think that was the best.
2: That was the best.
0: Because you're really young.
2: I know, but there's nothing will ever beat that. No, like,
0: no, 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 you can't. You can't. You can't. I, so I used to no, think that, No,
2: nothing will right? ever beat it. Stand up was never gave me the high. I having, think you're just not looking hard enough.
0: Well, no, I'm not looking
2: at all. Yeah, I'm taking get a looking.
0: No, get looking. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know I mean? No, get looking. So, so I get a lot of what you're saying, right? I used to be an actor. I hated theatre actor. I, I, I trained from the age of eight in theatre, right? Yeah. I loved film and television because for me it was about figuring out why, and that's why I'm a psychologist and all that now, was figuring out, Why would someone do that? And what's going on in their brain? And, what you know, I'd be figuring out the inner dialogue. And and the the challenge for me was getting inside that and making it work and being it, you know, making it believable. I didn't care about applause. You know, if I didn't get it right, I don't give a shit. If you all stand up and give me a standing ovation, I know I didn't get it right. So for me, it was about... Understanding it, doing it, getting it right, performing it, over and done. Now give me another piece. I had no desire to do night after night. When I was an actor, I thought that was the only thing that would ever give me the buzz, the happiness, the uh, and I mean, well, it probably is. Well, what else has like what's filled it for you? Like oh, yeah. What I do now, what I do now has filled it much more. I was always high as a kite when I was acting, yeah, really down low when I wasn't, and it's harder for women as actors, like there's much more parts for guys. Oh
2: there is, yeah, but then most things are a bit more difficult. For For women, women. especially when it comes to performance, because you're judged differently as well. So you know, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I remember someone saying to me actually one of the writers off the show about work, and he just said to me like, "You're a really great actor, whatever." And I said, "Yeah, but it's really tough. I can't get any work now after this, you know." And he said, "Yeah," he said, "You're really hard to cast." He says because you're not really beautiful and you're not really ugly, and that's what the parts for women are.
2: You know? Yeah, yeah. But he was right. Well, he's not right. He's full of shit. But, um, but, but that's
0: its kind that's of the, the fullest way...
2: shit attitude that can be accepted as normal. I yeah,
0: think. yeah. Because
2: that's that's not a standard I've ever been held to. Or no. ever would be held to. No. Granted, I'm not going to get Tom Cruise fucking parts in Hollywood. You know, I'm not going to be the love interest. But I'll but why never not? have to say. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But my face is like someone drew a face on a balloon. <laughs> like, it's still <laughs> no, different. But well, it doesn't matter. It's never going to be an issue. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, for instance, look at all these women stand up that are out there now. People will look at me, and if they don't like me, they'll say, you're shit.
0: Yeah. If they don't they'll like, like her, women they'll, they'll say she's fat, she's You're a, this.
2: Yeah, fat bitch or fucking another unfunny slut or it's, you know, it's, yeah. the standard or of people lesbian. are being judged on oh, yeah, no, no, is no. totally, totally yeah. different. Of course she's a stand-up, she can't get a bloke. I have yeah. never had that. I've been called a fucker and the this and a bollocks and... Grand. But the standard is totally different. Yeah, and no, it's, the that same is def- it's the same with per- performance. It's, it's different, like.
0: Yeah, it is different. And it's, it, it's the same. What am I telling like, you for? You fucking
2: know more than I do. No, like, I
0: know. But it's nice to see guys recognise it as well. You know, that's kind yeah, of Yeah, cool. no, it's just like,
2: some lads get upset by it because they take an inference out of it that they haven't worked as hard as they possibly could. You know, sometimes people say, oh, women have to work harder. And lads then see that as, so you're saying I haven't, Bust my bollocks to get where I am. No, that's not what people are it's saying. It's not a zero sum game. It's just an added
0: layer of yeah, shit. Yeah. So, one thing I wanted to ask you about was your new show. I had to listen. I don't get up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> you obviously have to get up much earlier than five. Six. Yeah, five. Oh, that's not too bad. So, I was having to listen to it last night. It's a new show. What I was thinking was, you're four hours on the radio. Like yeah, that's but it's a lot. Not that long. Well, you you play music though. I, I suppose.
2: play music. There's news. There's all kinds of things that right. happen. You know, if you add up what I do, it adds up to less than a half an hour. Or spread over four hours, I suppose. Shh,
0: don't let them hear you say no, that. It's just, well, they
2: know. <laughs> they know. I want to do more, but they're very strict about the time are that we they? put into it. Yeah, yeah, because they, they want to get features and music and news, and there's a license. Yeah. So you have to abide by the terms of your license and all as well. You so, can't just do what you want. So do you, know?
0: you? Are you buzzing when you finish that? Like, what do you do with that high when you're just finished? I or do you have no, that? I've you never don't had have a, that. Have you
2: not? No, right. no, I've never had that from performing.
0: Wow. Okay. No, never. But did you have that from your motorbike racing?
2: Yeah, hugely so. Yeah, yeah, yes. hugely. Yeah. Um. But I never had it from performing or anything. Okay. I, I get a sense of relief when I do shows. Thank God that's wasn't shit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's been my motivation in my life is don't be shit. <laughs> never be brilliant. Never be good. Never be the best. Never be just don't be shit. Has always been my motivation. So when I do shows like the radio show, it's always just a feeling of thank fuck that. I don't think that was shit. That's great. That's okay. That, uh, that was You're
0: thin. very hard on yourself. Well, I guess so. well,
2: yeah. I suppose you have to be, don't you? Or you do nothing at all. You know, there's yeah. so many people I see. Oh, when I. Nothing frustrates me all when I go to a venue and somebody gets up and they've done the most mediocre set in the world and they're like, that was amazing. And you're like, yeah, okay, fair play. You did it again. That's my compliment I give people when I think they're, you know, well, you did it again. Good for you. You did it again. <laughs>
0: I you know, always I mean, used to. Feel, how, do you, you. how do you do that when people you ask say. you to go
2: to a show you and you that? go? You did it again. Good for you. What am a I going to say? You did it crap. again. <laughs> yeah, but like you know what I mean. And then I all and there's nothing I hate more than when I know when I did a shit show or I walk off stage it was substantial and someone goes oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah, fuck off. You see, like, I, you're lying. Really, I yeah. hate this. Just, yeah.
0: So for me, it's that just, really annoyed me. Yeah, like, I hate it. You know what I mean? No, that's so
2: insincere. Whenever I did stand up, whoever I was doing my gigs with be it Joanne McNally or be it uh, John Lane or any of those people, I would always tell them, this is the last joke I'm going to do this night. When I start this joke, open the back door and start the car so that I would be able to do it, walk out the back door, jump in the car and be the first person out of the venue every single night.
0: You couldn't wait to get away No, from I
2: couldn't wait to get away. So it's like torture. Torture. Torture.
0: Wow. Uh, so and I, then you must, do um, you know, people listening to this who would be dying to be stand up or dying to be actors. This is it, this is why I feel terrible about it. Probably kind of it. going, fucking hell. I know. But it's probably because you care less. You see, I think often people get in their way of themselves performing because it matters too much. Do, do you know what I mean? So they kind of. Yeah, I you, guess you so. Yeah.
2: And I've seen people do that. I'm not going to say names, but I know someone in particular who does that. They torture themselves into ruining their performance. Yeah, yeah. But it's not that I care less. I care, like, I care too much about the responsibility of it. So when somebody pays in to see a show yeah. for me on a Friday night, it's Vicker Street, it's a random Friday in March, whatever. And they pay in. Straight away, I think if I don't do the best show they've ever seen, of fucked up their weekend. And nothing will ever make me not feel that. That's what I feel. I'm like, these fucking people have lives. There's 1,100 of them in Vicar Street. So there's 1,100 people out there who need me to have the best show they've ever seen or their hard lives weekend now is fucked. I've ruined their weekend.
0: I don't know. I can't I, help it. F- I don't yeah. give a fuck. That's exactly
2: how I feel. So when the show is over yeah, but you and can, if it's the best show and if that. I know the show has been amazing and I'll be honest with you, I think most of mine are. I'm very competitive. Yeah. I think most of them are amazing shows. I don't enjoy a second of them. Tina. I get in the car and I go to fuck home and I go to bed and I'm glad it's over. So uh, That's so, always the way it's been.
0: Okay, so it's like you're punishing yourself. So you're only taking the negative. Well, I'm not only taking the ne- negative. Yeah, I'm getting paid. Yeah, no, I know. But you're not saying that actually those people in the audience, you could have made their weekend and you made them laugh. You gave them something to laugh about for the first time in six months. Yeah, I
2: know. But you have
0: to do it again there on the
2: Saturday and the Sunday. So, it's, you know, you can't. Ah, yeah, you can. I don't, Aye, I don't think I can. can. I'm you 20 can, years doing change. it. It gets worse every year. So I, well, I then, and then I did that show, the RTE show, stage fright, the documentary. Right. And I thought maybe I'd knocked it on the head. But it turned out I was just rehearsing the show as I was going and I felt it was better and then I had to start writing the show again and it just was back to square one. So this is
0: like the kind of panic attacks before doing it, is isn't it? Just
2: the dread of the whole entire experience. For me, like, I've so only why, ever been... Huh? Why,
0: why? Well, I, 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 the reason I'm going to say why do it, I presume the answer because is, is to for the money. Else. Can't do anything else. Oh, yeah.
2: No, that's it. I've always what been shit the at the acting? things I like doing and pretty good at things I have no interest in. See, I'm always saying, and it's this is genuinely very, very true with me. Like I was saying to you, don't be shit was my motivation. I never wanted to even be brilliant or the best at anything. I was fucking shit at almost everything I put my hand to. So I was terrible in school. English I was terrible at sport I wanted to play for the dubs I wanted to play sport I couldn't catch a ball to save my life my hands are literally ornamental at, be- at, the mo- at best <laughs> you know I was terrible at all these things everything I did I was told how bad I was at most of them but that doesn't mean but
0: that you were actually terrible you see no, that's I was, the thing. I,
2: no I was I didn't care what it was I just wanted to be good yeah. at something and, and it turned out had... it was stand
0: up No, now, it, it didn't turn- make me did... like it
2: oh, oh, yeah. but I got the validation of it's fine you can be good at this
0: Yeah, Yeah. so can I just explain something to you there then? Because this is the sort of next book I want to write about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is how we construct who we are and our sense of self, right? So your brain makes up who you are, right? From all the information it can get everywhere. There's no independent self. You'll have some sort of traits. You're
2: you're the story you tell yourself. You're
0: the stories you tell yourself or the stories that other people tell you. So your brain literally takes information from all over the place through the course of your life and that becomes who you think you are. Yeah. Whatever. But like loads of that information is wrong and loads of it is outdated. So you're like, you're operating on a story of yourself from when you were a kid that you were told you were crap at everything that you did. But yeah, well, the teachers but my experience were crap.
2: It wasn't just I was told, it was my experience of it as well.
0: Yeah, know? but what I'm trying to say is like I'm older than you so I don't know how to change much by the time you kind of came along to school but like our teachers were in, not in the business of boosting your self-esteem or telling you you were good. They were in the businesses of Keeping you under control and telling I, you were terrible. Yeah, well, yeah,
2: everything I was half decent at was seen as disruptive in school. Yeah. You know, and the idea of having to sit down and work is fundamentally not something I am able to do. I can't do it. For me to do anything productive, I have to be on my feet and moving around yeah. and it's loud and it makes noise. And so yeah. that was never valued, you know.
0: No. And, uh, and you see, so if you watch kids learning, right, toddlers, They explore the world with all of their senses. Everything goes in their mouth. They smell it. They taste it. They roll in it. You know, they just use everything. And that's how they learn, right? And that's how all of us learn. Well, we go to school and we've decided we want to control children. And so you tell them, cross your arms. Don't talk. Don't stand. Don't sit. And that's torture, for some kids. And actually, it's just not good for your brain. So basically, what happens is we all turn into these underperforming creatures who really can only learn through hearing and listening and are only valued through that when there's like all this other stuff. So I'm always trying to encourage people you know, if you want to improve your memory, if you want to improve how your brain works, take in all of your senses. Well, I guess you don't
2: know. I'm just calculus. Um, right, so, so you can't do the So I'm dyslexic just, just with numbers, essentially. And I left school at 16. But I think if I hadn't left school, I probably would have ended up in jail. So, like, I know if I hadn't stayed in school, it would have been the road to ruin because I was so miserable in school. Like, nothing good was ever going to come out yeah. of that situation, you know?
0: Yeah. So... But that's the teachers. That's down to the teachers and the school and the system. It is. It is because you should be trying to find what someone's good at. You know, it's like forcing square pegs into round holes. That's why when people say to me, like, I did really, really well at university. Right. And people say, oh, my God, that's brilliant. I said, no, it's something I found easy. Actually, it was my training as an actor. I worked in soap, so I had to learn tons of scripts over and over again. I went to uni. I just had to learn tons of stuff. And regurgitate it. <laughs> like you know it. Okay, yeah, I have to be able to understand it and all the rest, but it's just society just puts a value on that. It doesn't mean it's any better than. Well, it does, and this is one good. thing that
2: annoys me a lot actually, because it's so overvalued with some. So I have nephews who uh, they play sport and whatever, and this participation medal fucking bullshit really gets to me because. I went to school with lads who were really challenged when it came to certain subjects in school. If school didn't suit you, they'd put like 30 of us in school and did everything they could do. Just put, wrap a chain around the door and just ignore us, you Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you would go out and, but these lads had a way to prove themselves yeah, when it yeah. came to playing sport. You could see talent shining through in some of these yeah. lads. When I look back on it now, and I know some of them ended up on drugs or they just, you know, nothing ever came of yeah. it. So you don't give anyone a participation medal for maths <laughs> you know or science yeah, or yeah. english or even theatre you get the audition you get you pass the test you get you or not and then everyone goes out into a different field and then, and it's not value to the point. Ah, oh, fair play, sure. Everyone gets to have a game. Everyone gets. To... Yeah. No, that's not the way. Should. I don't believe it should be like that. You should be equally as rewarded. I'm t- I, like, read that annoys me. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it.
0: And I I think there's just a few the
2: values. You. you I, I, this So your I gets to one stage, one arena. We go. I'm better at this than everyone. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's. And then you're told. oh no everyone gets it's Not. This isn't important. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. all yeah. about taking part. This isn't about. Yeah. Excelling yourself. Well, you see, or else like, you, you, you do it the other serious? way, or else
0: you say, <laughs> well, actually, you don't have to get ten out of ten in your spelling test it's all about taking part yeah, yeah I, I don't know have but to the guy it that w- gets 10 deserves to be celebrated that's no, all no, but, 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 <laughs> yes, um, he's better
2: yeah, he's better it. than the rest <laughs> I mean actually it should be acknowledged you know I'm all about winning shit you know yeah, I'm all yeah. about yeah. it well like, I think it's I okay think to play I, a game but you should like if you play
0: if, if you get something else Congratulations But the winner's the winner (laughs) I think the thing is though Everybody's good at something It's just that the school system Doesn't look for that Did you grow up in Clontarf? No I grew up Marino and then Clontarf So because I grew up
2: You know I grew up In a a really strange situation Yes
0: I do You said that your house Was like a university for comedy You were part of a social experiment
2: Yeah so I was adopted for, through oh, Bespar yes. House well, yeah, we to- and then I ended up with me folks. I was six months in foster care in Finglas and then I went up with me folks and then the house became a part of what was a social experiment at the time what happened was the Eastern Health Board at the time in their wisdom decided that there was going to be this you know into the community type of idea I can't,
0: I, So the Eastern Health Board for, for listeners sorry, in yeah. the UK is like the NHS you or know. It was,
2: Yeah it was, or was It's was. the was? Yeah yeah. we so, have the
0: HSE now So it was now. like a
2: regional sort of yeah. thing So and so they had this idea that people who had uh, you know severe mental illnesses at the time they'd be put into houses around the country Now there was only a handful of places in the country this happened and just how so happened and when a handful I mean, like five or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we ended up with six people who had schizophrenia living in our house. They
0: had schizophrenia. Yeah.
2: So six people who are who had schizophrenia living in our house. So it was like me, me dad, me ma, my sister, and the dog, and six people with schizophrenia. So I wrote a show about it, and it's called Madhouse because I literally cannot explain in any other way. So I lived almost all of my childhood in this experience. Um, so was I ever going to be a doctor after that I don't think so definitely not a psychiatrist definitely not a psychiatrist that's for sure I met a fella recently I did this mental health talk that Ted Foreman does this great guy Ted Foreman he used to play for the dubs and he has this mental health night for, for lads right oh right how oh, great and I was on having a chat about that doing a talk with the lads there and there was a lad there goes I was Part of that scheme as well I grew up in that scheme And he goes Would you ever think of working In the mental health business So to speak Because he's a psychiatric nurse Now he's so there going I have no idea how you did that Because I couldn't get away From it quick enough Yeah And like he was like No no he was compelled To stay with it his whole life I was like man you haven't I go how you did that I couldn't get away From it quick enough Like I was just Get me out of this house." And like for you know. how
0: many years was it Like was it Years,
2: years. I years. think it was like 14 years or something like that <gasps> Yeah, it was long, like right through my childhood. But I I
0: presume these people were medicated and... They were. Like I feel really sorry
2: for them. Like this is just... This is the thing. Mental health as a word. Yeah. This is a new word. You know yourself. This wasn't a phrase when I was growing up. In the 80s, you were mental or you had health. There was no mental health. So they were seen as mental.
0: Yeah. You know oh it community. was terrible we were very very on so, pc and, yeah. and we said like as you said that madhouse thing just that's a very common phrase in Ireland people say oh we grew up in a madhouse oh there's a madhouse and it just means you had a chaotic house it was never intended that way but that's, that's your why, funny line that was line. deliberately why we that used to grew up in a
2: madhouse and goes oh, oh yeah. didn't we all no yeah, we didn't no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: so that and was... we did like I mean it was awful like psychiatric institutions were like called madhouses and yeah the nut house uh, the nut house yeah we were terrible
2: people in our road now we call our house the no house and you know all of the you know the common term like very normal terms your the, man's a looper. You know, yeah, all these yeah, things. yeah. <laughs> yeah these a, are the things, you know, that was yeah. very normal turns of phrase, you know. Yeah. Back in the days where we used to refer to mental illness with the most passive weird ways. Remember like, a, oh, geez, yeah, he's taken to the bed or his nerves are at him. His Is nerves are at him. Massively suicidal. Him. Couldn't leave the house for, ah, his nerves are at him. Like, that was the diagnosis, or, you know. Actually, he's fucking nerves are at him. And celebrating people who had serious problems like Bang Bang and Forty Coats and Zosimus, all these famous Dublin characters who became part of the fabric of the city we live in. And there were people who are nowadays that would never you would never have somebody that that vulnerable that just was walking good... around. Terrible. Yeah, it's very, but very was... different
0: world to it is now.
2: And there's still like I think when it comes to that sort of serious illness thing, I still worry today because with me I hear mental health, mental health, mental health, and it doesn't mean anything. It's like saying physical health. I, I, so think I think it, yeah. So the people I grew up with, I think would feel very excluded by the mental health thing today. It seems to refer to depression and anxiety. That's and it. Depression, anxiety things that really they're killers they kill lads especially you need to talk about these things but we focus so much on that I grew up with fellas who used to see his dead brother in the shops yeah 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 like his dead brother was haunting him and calling him a bastard and beating him in his sleep he used to wake up thinking he was beat another lad who had a thought he had a dog in his fucking stomach like these people are still completely no we're not talking about these no, people these no, people who have no, these that's different. severe and Mental illness are, are not part of this conversation. Yeah.
0: There's one issue I have with the way it's gone and it speaks exactly to what you're saying. And that is that depression and anxiety, they run on a continuum. So we can all feel a bit depressed and, and anxious. And yes, it's really important to talk about it before it spirals down. What's happened a little bit is because everybody's very open about talking about, oh, I've dealt with anxiety or I- I've had yeah. panic attacks or I've had, the people... Who are looking at that? Who have much more severe stuff are kind of going. Well, no, hold on, I can't even leave my house. Yeah, I'm not part I, of this I, I, I'm conversation. I'm not part of these people. Yeah, I, like, I hear what these and, people and are saying I'm doing well but I am
2: obviously completely mad because not I being, can't
0: leave my house. I yeah. can't even go on social media. I wouldn't even be able to wash my hair and put makeup on. And so the, I think I thought the IRA.
2: were in the addict yesterday trying to, you know, these are things I remember people genuinely thinking in our house.
0: Yeah, well, that's schizophrenia. So, but I mean, eating disorders are in there as well and personality disorders and, you know, there's serious stuff. But I also do think that there's much more serious clinical depression, you know, where people really literally can't function. who don't identify with that sort of more public face of, oh, well, I've lived with depression. We all have. It's a normal human feeling. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't know, have to end your life. And that's why it's important to talk about it because we can pull ourselves out of it. But I want to talk to you actually about being adopted. So were you told all along that you were adopted?
2: Oh yeah, I always knew. I remember finding out other people weren't. Yeah. coming as a shock. I was in Belgrove. and I was chatting to a fella called Owen Corcoran is his name. And I was sitting there chatting to him I can't remember what way the conversation is going. You know, when these significant moments happen in your life, you never know what yeah, was yeah. happening on the road. You don't know place, it's significant significant until after. Yeah, right? until it's after, so. But I remember just the moment I became aware that he was still with the parents that had him. And I remember initially thinking, the poor bastard, like the fucking hell, like they couldn't find anyone to take him. You know, because me, it was like, they found your parents and then you grew up with your parents. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So whoever... See, it's
0: the story we tell ourselves. You it's just make a story. story that, so that, that was makes my sense. way of so, saying and yeah. I remember that happening and- Do you think that's part of where your comedy comes from? Like you're a great mimic, is that a right way to say it? You're great at imitating people's voices and all that. Did you did I, that I, start young? Yeah, yeah,
2: it did, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so definitely. that was finding something you were good at that made people laugh. Yeah,
2: but again, for all that time you were good at something that was just causing fucking trouble for people. Do you know what I mean? That was the problem. Like, I mean, yeah. that would have been the same as saying he's really good at taking heroin or he's really good <laughs> at drinking. Like, it was that destructive in the environment I was yeah, in. So yeah. You were giddy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and genuinely, teachers would have hated me and, you know, I would have hated them and I would have hated the confines of the school and they wished I wasn't there. and you know, school I wish I wasn't. fun there. when we grew up. Like, that no, was shit. I remember I mean, teacher... I'll never forget all this. These are the best days of your life. Like no. i can categorically <laughs> tell you right <laughs> now, they were the worst fucking no. days yeah, exactly. of my life. <laughs> I couldn't I used to wait cry to go. The day I was 16, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I never look back. Like, yeah. never look back. It was I, I do think it's probably different. Every day was
0: shit. Yeah, it's just a game you have to play i let you tell this story, but you had a lovely mum and dad growing up and yeah. you had no real drive to find your birth parents. No, I, yeah, no, not really. Did you imagine, like, I remember talking to Joanna, like, and she was imagining that she was part of this amazing acting dynasty. <laughs>
2: No, we have very different takes on it. I think because I look back at my childhood and I have no real positive childhood memories. So I look back at it and I remember being very angry over it. Angry
0: that you were adopted?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Angry that I was adopted and angry at the world and angry at all the world around me. And I remember being very fucking angry over it. I remember at one stage having these thoughts that I'll find them one day and I'll get my own back. That was oh, a so I would angry, have. angry
0: with them. Angry with them, but angry with everyone. Were you angry with your mom? Yeah. Were you everyone? Yeah. But
2: everyone. you're you're Everything. Real Everything.
0: close to your mom. Oh, we're very close now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not always. No, no, I wasn't close
2: to anyone ah, when I was young. Oh, Okay. Jesus, okay. So no. I misunderstood. Oh, no, Jesus, no, not at all. Oh, so I didn't you were get really to know troubled. my family until the nineties. I know that sounds ridiculous we lived in the same house but we didn't know each other we lived around each other
0: I don't think my mother ever knew who I was like ever it wasn't who you were you just had to behave see I wasn't like that either because
2: I was always in trouble I was always very rebellious I was never fit in nothing was really expected of me either you know so I guess yeah I was just very angry you know so I'm saying I was angry at birth parents but no more angry than I was at anybody else so yeah you know, I was just full of hate when I was a young fella. You know, I was just so fucking angry all the time. Just like, tr- I just hated being out of control, you know, not
0: having any say in anything in my life. It drove me insane. You have to connect with Slims to say he has this lovely line because he was angry. And he says anger is just an emotion in search of love. I'm yeah. sure you had love, but that's what it was. Well yeah, but, you know and I just think it's a great way to look at it, you know, that it's just there was something amiss. And that I mean I think that's with any kids that are acting out or there's something not right. You need to try and figure out what it is instead of punishing the anger. You need to find out what's going on in there. Like Yeah, I guess so, but then I wouldn't have let you either, you know. You wouldn't have got in. Even now I won't let anyone in.
2: Like that's never, that's not a thing that's ever going to happen. Why are you afraid it'll hurt
0: too much? No,
2: I just don't think I can do it now. And because I'm so used to it, I don't think I'll ever want to do it now. It's just not a thing for me. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: I've never really felt I fit in with anyone or in any place. So, like, for instance, like, a lot of times people will say, oh, you know, you're fucking great, the charity work you do and all this yeah. stuff, right? I never buy that narrative because for me it's nothing except trying to justify why I get to get up and breathe every day and other people don't. That's all it is because I still feel like a fucking accident and that's never going to go away. That's just now. Ne- I mean, you can say
0: whatever you want. It's you mean never... you feel like an accident because of I shouldn't the not be you came here into the world. Yeah, I
2: shouldn't be here. I'm taking up someone else's space. No No I listen, no. this is exactly You're
0: breaking my heart. This
2: is exactly how I feel about myself. I'll never right. change. I've heard all the reasoning for this and all but I'll never believe it any other way You'll never
0: change unless you decide you want to change
2: So I'll never change yeah. So I always feel like that So when I do Charlie work or whatever it's just trying to fit in for a day or a minute or a week That's all it is but, It's trying to feel like you're maybe contributing something rather than just taking all the time Yeah So when I was born I was given away when I went to another house Other people had priorities. When I went to school, I was told I was terrible. I didn't fit in. When I went to work, I wasn't great. When I had passions for things in life, I couldn't pull it off. So all these things in my life I've always felt like I'm in the way I'm, I'm taking up a space that doesn't belong to me that's always the way it is it probably comes from being adopted I don't fucking know I can only tell you that's what I think Yeah. so when I do the, these charity things that's the motivation behind it so it's selfish in itself oh I totally agree but, I
0: do loads of pro bono yeah. stuff and I don't even see that as boasting it makes me feel good I don't believe in altruism it doesn't yeah, exist yeah. you do stuff because it makes you feel I good I think so yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that I just think that's just being honest I do stuff because it makes me feel Good. I was actually talking to Tom Dunn and we were actually talking about doing stuff for free. Say, like, no, I'll give a talk, no, it's fine, you do it for free, right? And I have a fee then for my corporate stuff. Is how I earn my living. Yeah, of
2: course, yeah. And
0: other people will ask you and they'll say, you know, we were saying, as he said, you know, someone throws you 50 quid and you feel like going, oh, fuck off. It's, it's much easier to do it for free. Yeah, you've ruined it now. You've ruined it now. Yeah. Either you give me my full fee. Yeah. Well, if you turn around and give me an insulting amount just do you not realise like, that yeah. I just spent 10 hours preparing this for you and at least I got the pleasure out of saying yeah, yeah. I did it for Yeah you've wrecked it I yeah. did it for free you've kind of wrecked it We all do it because we get something out of it or it eases some conscience or it just makes us feel good. It doesn't matter. It's benefiting someone else. It doesn't matter what your motivation is. If someone else is benefiting from it, it's good. And the thing is, with kindness, if you engage in an act of kindness to someone, you get a benefit; they get a benefit. But if someone witnesses an act of kindness, they're more likely to engage in an act of kindness. It's actually really funny; it perpetuates yeah, yeah. it, you know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, so you have overcome so many things. So you got ill. You got a sort of a genetic form of well, I'm trying know if, if it was know genetic. It was genetic. So
2: I got this thing called Ryder syndrome. So uh, hasn't
0: that cleared up for you, or does it still flare? I'm
2: one of the lucky ones. It cleared. It, it, it went. It's a type of arthritis, and you can get it in your feet, in your hands, whatever, and the pain, I'll never forget the pain of it. Uh, So I was doing a gig in Cork, and I remember I ate a burger, (laughs) and (gasps) the next day being in so much pain. So I still don't know if that was a thing or not, but I. But that's
0: it, it can be triggered by a um, a a gastrointestinal infection. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Anyway, I went Mad. to the doctor and the doctor said, he was asking me like, you know, is it in your family? Of course, adopted. I don't know. Is that history of heart disease? I don't know. Cancer? I don't know. Like you start realising I literally don't know what I'm made of. I don't know what I'm made of. Now I'm not one of these people who says I don't know who I am. I've never—that's never been a challenge for me. Thankfully, I just yeah. like—I look it's at what my I'm made what, of. You're I just feel that's the... who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah. people—they're not as lucky in their yeah. sense of identity. They feel lost. I'm not that person. I just yeah. didn't know what I was made of.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: And my man, fairness to her, has always said you have to find where you're from. She says if you were born under a rock in Kalani, I don't know why I remember that one time. She said, yeah. you have to find that rock. She goes, and that was what started me looking wanting to find it was a selfish reason again it was I just want to find out what is my medical history like what is it but you say selfish
0: as if there's something wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that I know but I you. I wanted same, to you don't have to it doesn't need to be qualified as selfish it's just I wanted at to at the same
2: time though I kind of knew it was going to disrupt other people's lives once the search started you can't stop I'd say well it became about something different very very quick it became about who are these people and you know I want to know who these people are and are they alright and so why what's is it... their lives and hopefully they are okay and as you get older you get a bit more understanding about the world you realise it's yeah. not black and white even though you still, I still struggle with that so the genuine desire to find out who they were as well as what started I was made up of, started to melt and then to be honest it happened very very quick for me You know, I literally went to the adoption agency on South Dan Street and said, Cun of it's called, and says, I want to do this. They said, write a letter. I already knew I had two brothers and two sisters. You
0: already knew that?
2: Yeah, I knew this for years. And I've no idea why my parents knew that. To this day, I don't know, but they How? told me your brothers and sisters. And one of the things my mum always used to tell me was, you really need to find your family because you could be out there on a football pitch or whatever and you and your brother could be punching the fucking heads off each other and you'd never know each other existed or whatever. So she
0: so, must have known. She
2: did know, yeah. She told me your brothers and sisters out there. Like, she told me this.
0: How did she know?
2: How did she get that information? Do you know, me and my mum never talk about this. Why don't you ask her? I wouldn't.
0: Why? I don't know. We just don't talk about it. Oh, Oh uh, look, my parents are gone. Yeah. yeah, I can't ask any questions, and it's only yeah. after they're gone you go. I should have asked. I should ask. You have to.
1: Don't you have. To. She
0: won't mind. You can always say, look, you don't have to answer this question. But how no, did you know might. I had brothers? Yeah, okay, I'll ask her today. Do do. I please. don't
2: really want to, but I will. <laughs> Um, uh,
0: no it's terrible But it's like uh, <laughs> but, but you have this Because I kind of think I have to say When I kind of heard this first That you went looking for Your mum I suppose Is what most people Tend to do first And in your head You somehow uh, But I knew and maybe they were th- still
2: together I knew that as well
0: You knew that early as yeah, well Yeah I knew that early oh, as so well Oh so I thought I think there's one Newspaper article that I read It just shows you never believe Anything you read in the press Where you thought That your mum was maybe A single mum
2: No, no, that's not me. No, that wasn't my story at all, no. Right. No, I knew they were together. I knew there was a family out there.
0: That makes it much harder. Do you think? I thought it
2: made it easier. Did it? Yeah. I think, to be honest, my way of finding people is as easy as it can be. Because I knew they were all right. I knew they were still together. I knew they had a family. You know, I knew they were still... But how did it feel that
0: they have this family unit and then you were elsewhere?
2: Like, not great. I mean, it's still... But like every other thing that's happened in my life, I was the black sheep, so whatever, you know, like it's not. But well, nobody
0: knew, like, that's a mantle that you've assumed in a way because a well, lot of the people said all that shite, like, to but yeah. you. But, but like, you were an infant and you were the first, so they were yeah. too young. Is, is that what it was they got?
2: Look, it's 1970s, yeah. west of Ireland. It just wasn't a thing. You couldn't do it. You weren't married. It was yeah. as simple as that. They were of good standing in the community and... I, I don't wanna tell their story, but it just wasn't gonna be a thing. So, you know and when the mother and baby homes, let let's face it, they were pretty full, you know. This is how Ireland worked, you know. Absolutely. Your social standing I think people now just don't understand the social pressures of it, you know. So ludicrous by yeah. But then again, Besper House was still open, you know. When I started Well, yeah, I, in I said the this in the Ray Darcy show and like nobody had heard of Besper. Like he couldn't believe that it was a thing. It was so weird, like a couple of months ago, you know, all the news came out. I was getting all these text messages from people like, "Are you all right?" You know, with this news, and it's like, "But this is nothing new to me." Yeah, yeah. This is nothing new to me. Like, this has been my story for the last forty-five years. Like,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I understand you're upsetting. I was like, "And anyone, like, don't focus on me on this. Like, there's you know, <laughs> there's people who remember it. I, I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, it yeah, you know? yeah." And my sister, there, it's not my memories. I don't have memories. These are not mine. Like, not for you know, the birth mothers has yeah. memories. Like, other people have memories of it. And
0: I think hard for people to understand like we were more like commodities we're I, yeah. different now with kids Like yeah, we are different now
2: it's like you know I I hear my friends and all that have kids and they say oh why didn't you never want to have kids and like, I just didn't want to have the experience you know I only have negative ideas and they're like oh well oh but when you see them your life is different and it's never the same again and i Maybe it is for you, but I've seen so many examples to say (laughs) the opposite, that that is just not the truth. I mean, I'm delighted that's your truth. Yeah. I really am. Because you and your kid are going to be very happy together. (laughs) But, like, the amount of lads I grew up with and stuff, and their dads were pricks to them. They didn't want them. They were vaguely aware that their children lived in the same house. Like, it wasn't. It was very different. different.
0: We weren't parented. Like, we were given orders and things that you had to do and what time you had to be in it and what to do. But there was no... Actual parenting, there was no giving you advice on how to navigate the world or how to show sure it. There was, Can you, you were a time a play date. Are you serious? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, you like, there's no way. Like, to go back to what we said at the start, you weren't allowed in your own house, like, you know. <laughs> Make do. And then the, like that gives this image that like, oh no, they weren't looking after you. No, they that was, that's that was just, the, just the way it that was. That was the world. That was the world. That, like, was, that just, was
0: yeah. They were that doing was. as
2: good as anybody else. You can be sure of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And know. that's
0: why I do think like it's mad for women again, going back to the women thing. Like, my mum didn't have a job. Her job was raising kids, but like. We that was weren't, well. It's like, we were I born in we a time bigger... where
2: if women got married, they had to leave their job yeah, anyway. They weren't allowed, they weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. wanted. So, how know? old
0: is your mum that you grew up with?
2: She's 83. so oh, She's one eighty three. 83.
0: And then, is your birth mother much younger?
2: Yeah, yeah, good bit younger, yeah. I couldn't tell you what age she is, but she's younger, yeah.
0: Would she been in her teens when she had yeah, you? Yeah, I think she was 21, maybe something like right, that. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, I'm.
0: You're not curious. <laughs> I do think that's I don't a boy I think that's kind of a thing I find it hard
2: to I can talk about my own experience Of these things No problem yeah. Like no problem This is totally alright to me There's no difficulty But I can never really ask anyone else I don't know what that is When me and me and me, My ex Well we're still married But you know My ex Elaine She's still my best friend in the world So it's totally grand But she's she was so curious It used to make me uncomfortable so me and my birth mother and Elaine would be there, and Elaine would be like, "And what age? And what was it like then?" Yeah. And tell us, and I'd be like, just thinking to myself, "Shut up!" I don't know why the anxiety of hearing the information used what? to kill me, and still, I still. Is it I you're always just assume if somebody's not doesn't volunteer it, then they don't want me no, to know. No, don't it. make that assumption. That's what my assumption is. No,
0: don't make that assumption because they could be dying for you to ask, and they could be going, "Why is he no interest in it?" Why does he yeah, not want mate, to know? Yeah,
2: you're probably right. It could yeah. be
0: the complete reverse. And so yeah. the two of you are doing the opposite thing. I was listening. See, I grew
2: up in a house where you never spoke Yeah. That. So, so did
0: you, your sister was adopted as well. There will be more in the house
2: today and tomorrow we'll all wake up and pretend nothing happened. That was my gaffe. No matter what happened, you never referred back. Ever. And
0: your sister was adopted as well. She was, yeah. And did you get on with her?
2: I got to know my sister recently. Right. We didn't know each other. Like we lived yeah. very separate lives. Like I got up and went out and she...
0: No the same
2: And she It's gassed the way How she reacted to the experience Because we're the only two people We know that lived these You know experiences you know And how she reacted, like she, from the start, she was like, I'm going to have, and she still says, a million kids. I'm going to have a million fucking kids. She goes, a million kids. I want to have a million of them. And she got married and she's three kids and she has a dog. And she's like, I want more. And her husband goes, I'll cut me flute off and I'll throw it in the skip (laughs) over the wall. If you ever get pregnant again, I'm I'm castrating myself. He's like, this is never happening again. And that was her reaction was to run headlong into yeah. a family she could make her own and own her own and have that. Yeah. Where I was like, get the fuck out of my life. Uh, you know, <laughs>
0: just Yeah, ran but just, yeah, ran yeah.
2: And still running, you know yeah. what I mean? Always going to be running,
0: yeah. Yeah, but the thing is when you run, you're always going to take yourself with you. Like, I, you I I will, never yeah. run away for yourself. But,
2: like <laughs> I realised, uh, I had a very strange, but my perception was because I was so angry all the time that when it came to fight or flight, I was always fight, but I wasn't. I was always flight. I will cut the cord on things quicker than anyone you know in your life. I will cut the cord. Yeah, because it, cur- it hurts Bang. too much. Bang. It's it, going like, to hurt too much. If you, I, I have never I never fight with people more than once. Really? Bang. Gone. Really? Yeah. Never fight with people more than once. Like the social scissors comes out. Bang. The cord is wow. cut. The shutters come down and that's it.
0: That's and is it because it hurts too much or what? You don't know? I don't know. You're the, you'll have to I know, tell me I don't that know. now <laughs> and you, I, don't, I don't have a crystal ball yeah. I'm just really interested like an yeah. awful lot of what we do is a learned behaviour it just worked that way so you just said a minute ago in our house if we had a row nobody mentioned it again
2: never mentioned it again. do you know but yeah. you were
0: stuck in the same house so it's kind and of I maybe st- that was uncomfortable and I never fight with people so now you kind of go off God I used to always be fighting with people oh God
2: I never fight with oh,
0: people oh I, I try not so to I lose now. that mind
2: and shout at me and you know, I go no problem Grant and that you'll never hear from me again
0: <gasps> so you mentioned that yeah had a fair few injuries from the motorbike ride. Yeah. Did I read somewhere that you have migraine?
2: Oh, yeah, I haven't. Thank God I haven't had them in years. Really? Years. I can't get to the bottom of why they went away please they stay away thank God for now please hopefully they never come back again the pain the agony of them was unbelievable
0: yeah I have chronic daily migraines so uh, daily yeah 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 yeah. shut yeah, up yeah. no <laughs> I
2: can't imagine that's, it um, I
0: haven't had them in a long time that's great like a long
2: time I'm obviously doing something different I just yeah, don't know what it is
0: well I mean yeah there can also be changes in your body as well like uh, hormones kind of affect it and hormones change in everybody like
2: yeah I'm an now, so no, things are man, different you know Yeah, you
0: know like things are different like so it's different yeah guys have hormonal changes as well and actually we just don't know as much about guys hormonal changes because most of the research has been done on women because like we have crazy just when it comes to hormones you know something that really really annoys me is people say they have a migraine when they have a hangover or just a regular
2: headache <laughs> yeah the Irish way is revert to the worst <laughs> thing the worst. isn't it you know what I mean it's like somebody who has uh, you know obsessive compulsive disorder and someone goes oh tell, don't tell me about it I can't do anything long like, no, you don't no you don't you're actually you're just like it. cleaning or, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. or you know people who have a hangover and say oh I'm fucking dying Jesus I'm dying you know the <laughs> Irish way is to go I'm literally starving no you're literally not you're yeah. literally very hungry yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to keel starving.
0: over if I don't yeah, eat yeah yeah
2: it's the Irish way you know, yeah. of doing things
0: I have to say I think you're very brave I, I just have to tell the listeners about how this guest came about
2: yeah I was accosted on the road this was like pretty much it was borderline kidnapping in fairness <laughs> I was just getting I just got out of my car and I was walking into the house and then you were there going come here I'll do a podcast I was like what the heck is this like you know I do a podcast and then she goes I'm not mental and like as we know the one sign of somebody who's dangerous <laughs> and mental is somebody that goes I'm not mental when they're at your house
1: (laughs) you look I was like what
2: the fuck is this and you were like I do a podcast now don't and you were like I think what was it you said don't think I'm mad I'm a neuroscientist I was like nothing about this makes sense at all (laughs) And you're like, I've interviewed Joanne McNally. I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> and then can I have your contact details? I was like, oh, you can, oh, let's, let's swap them in the data well, station. Gave, I was thinking. You gave them to me, you
0: <laughs> see. This is the thing I could have been. I mean, as you said, well, I didn't know well, I was you actually emailed an outsider. And
2: I was like, right, do I ignore this or do I Google this person? I was like, oh, she is actually a normal human being. <laughs> Yeah. No I wouldn't
0: say Normal is okay, not no, a no, word I, I, I thought it wasn't dangerous myself. I don't
2: like, Let's be serious I've told people Where I'm going to be today In case you did turn out To be a crazy person <laughs> <laughs> You know The world is aware of, of my current location In case I disappear Off the face of the earth <laughs> <laughs> I'm just honest to God I have never done Anything like that I, I was walking it This is what all Crazy people say This is so out of character <laughs> You know One thing crazy people I say no All the time Is I I'm not have, like this
0: I have no problem Being described that's crazy. I would not be, I would happily take out of the ordinary, you know. It's a bit weird to be stopped on the street and people, you know, talking about you and stuff. Know, it's kind of a funny bu- feeling. Yeah,
2: because it's they're nearly always nutters, right? Yeah. Stopped, they are nearly always nutters, right? <laughs> so I was stopped in Fairview by a lad and he goes, Come here, I'm writing a movie. I'm so glad I met you. He goes, I'm writing a movie. Oh, Will right. you be in my movie? And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, Listen, he says, I've a big budget, right? I'm after buying. 12,000 Indian head massagers from China and I'm selling them all and it's going to fund this movie. I was like, I cannot oh, believe oh. I'm having this conversation outside Martin's off license and favour. This is the <laughs> fucking most bizarre thing. So you go straight away, this lad is bonkers, right? Yeah. You know, you, you Google better than him.
0: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But I knew, I, I, I went and then I went, you know what, some amazing things have happened in my life through kind of coincidence. It kind of just works that way. So I walked past you and I went, no, I can't. Fuck it! And I turned around That's the bit you missed. And I went, he's gonna think I'm a nut job, you know? And I went up with that attitude and I could see it on your face. I really felt like I kind of went, This poor man is actually terrified. He was like, Well only what because you there was for a
2: brief minute I thought you were like, you know, sitting in the bin for the last couple of days waiting <laughs> for me to come in. <laughs> You know, it didn't seem like a, you know, because it didn't feel like a chance meeting from the start to start. It was like, she's parked outside my house or something the
0: last three hours or something. I was out for my walk. Then you saw me, then I
2: realised you only live down the road. And I was like, oh, this is starting to feel much more normal altogether. You know, (laughs) this is actually a very normal story. But in
0: fairness to you, you were really, really nice about it. You were very polite. And then you gave me the email address and I kind of went, I actually had the same thing. I said, I'll email him, but he may not respond. (laughs) And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. And I'm delighted. It's great. So like, yeah, folks, you know, ah, go for it sometimes. You never oh, know. Yeah, stick your you neck never, out. Stick your neck out. You never know what happens. Oh, yes. I did want to talk to you about your new job. How do you find that getting up early in the morning? Do you have to sleep during the day? I've been doing it for six
2: and a half years. So I've been on breakfast on another station in the same building for six and a half years. So it's not... So your body's used to it. I'm well used to it, yeah. I mean, 25 years doing gigs at night and then suddenly it turns out you're a morning person, you know. Like it's what a weird thing to happen, you know. Uh, And I love it, yeah. Like I love it, like. I love Hmm. being on the radio. I love it.
0: You love it more than the stand-up.
2: Much more. So
0: it's a little bit closer to the bike riding.
2: Well yeah like I mean it's not motorbike racing but like I love it much more like you know like don't get me wrong when I say nothing's ever going to be as good as that again in life ever it won't be but that doesn't mean life's bad
0: no I know. You know I know But I still think you know, Yeah like we it, all want That buzzy stuff You know Yeah but that's, those days Are gone
2: like, No they're to not they, Yeah Jesus. you just Kind of have to You know I you only just went to, tip a... This is a mad thing About people nowadays Everyone thinks They're supposed to be Happy all the time You're fucking not oh, no You're supposed to be Miserable a lot of the time So you know If no, you're so somewhere enjoyed the happy Any bits. day that's a 5 yeah. Is a pretty good day You know yeah. Just the days where It's like you're hitting 10 They're gone Like those days are gone But that's alright I can you know You reflect on them And well, you I enjoy them And in retrospect and you it know you, I get my little nostalgia stuff fills those oh, gaps oh you and... see
0: I'm not good on that I don't like the going back uh, you see I do you know, yeah, for, for things like that they make me sad you see so I think I'm the opposite way so if yeah, I yeah do... no
2: I don't I love walking around all the streets I walked around in the 80s and remembering shit like that and race days and you know all that right. oh, mind you I'll never go back and look at another mobile bike race again but I'll play with yeah. it in my head. Like, you know, i right. remember it that way, you know. And I, I, When I get on my bike and I ride my motorbike up and down the roads every day now, which is a long way from racing. But, you know, I'll, I'll remember it and go back into my head with it. And Well, you can't watch some. other
0: people doing it.
2: No. See, I, 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 I find never watch that, anyone doing that. Yeah. Before, I, except I, football. I, I can, do you know what it is? I love watching people do things I can't do. Really? So I, yeah. I love watching football. I love it. I yeah, love soccer. it, like uh, yeah, and I loved watching GAA mostly Bohemians, and I love all that because I was never able to do it. So there's a great mystery to it to me. Really? Yeah, and I love that shit. I yeah. love it, like I love like you know I love watching people play music. Well, to certain gigs, I'd love going to these things. But anything I feel I can do. I kind of devalue it a bit. So I don't want to see anyone do, you know, I don't want well, to see I anyone doing race yeah. because I feel I can do that.
0: <laughs> I don't really like watching movies with Irish actors in it. Because well, I, oh, yeah, because I kind of, of fa- have a bit of a jealousy in it, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know that kind well, of I way? Get the thing? That,
2: of course, but it's hard for you to detach then. You can't yeah. see them in character anymore. You're seeing well, that's true Seamus from the Abbey and kinking to yourself, yeah, go on, I know what you're like. You yeah. <laughs> like, you
0: know, like you can't detach. I would still feel like that. Like, I would still feel like a failed actor, you know, whereas my husband. Would be saying to me, Look all the things you've achieved, and I go, Oh yeah, but it's a bit the same as you. oh I yeah, know. but that's but oh, it annoys you then
2: what... when it's not acknowledged. Like when you say to yourself, Oh, there's a part of me that feels like a failed actor yeah. and sells someone. Oh, oh when oh, people no, don't look at all yeah. the other stuff, doesn't you know when you kind of just want something to go, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, I can see that I have bits of that in my life as well. Because I think everyone has these things in their life. oh lives.
0: everybody has them, I think. But like uh... Kanye
2: fucking West definitely looks at himself and says, I should have got more.
0: You know, look. Like no
2: matter who you are in the world, oh you're gonna, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, say, yeah. I should have got. I should have got more. I well, wish see, I had done. You know, I that's... still. I let myself down there. Like everybody. So, but you see, it you infuriates me when I say I should have done. When people just don't go, yeah, I know what you're feeling. I'm the same with this yeah. thing. Yeah. Rather than they go, no, look at all the things you did get. I'm not fucking interested in them now. I'll do that tomorrow. Today, I'm looking at the shit. <laughs> We're looking at the shit today. Let's look at the shit today, please. Well, stop I, fucking I, tell
0: me look at the positive. I've loads of time to be doing that. I want to look at the shit now. You see, I can't look at the shit too long because. Yeah, I get I'm only, stuck only asking in it. for a day. Yeah, I'm only asking a day. No, a day is all it takes for me. I'd be gone. Yeah. You know, I have to keep doing stuff because if I'm I go there, I in get, get in the stuck in the sucked in I'm it. I'm all right in the shit.
2: I'm all right in the shit because I know you're in the shit and you're in the shit and you're in the shit and you're everyone's in the shit. I don't mind I can live in the shit The shit's fine to me the, the pretend positivity Sometimes kills me I'm like I use all fucking messing Is anyone here Going to tell the truth <laughs> Is anyone here Going to tell the truth <laughs> Somebody say They feel like a failure Because I know You fucking do You're lying You know yeah. it, it depends on the day But I but think I every- know Like literally Obama Barack Obama Has definitely looked at himself And says You know something I let myself down And you can list out days I know where he feels like a failure. Well, he was a fucking failure. Like, we all are failures. Like but what that's do you how like? we learn. But you see, we are. Par- all of us are as we are. If we fail in fucking loads of things and then we succeed on one thing and this is doesn't we headed to go, no, but that makes you a success. doesn't, it? it's bollocks. No. We're all fucking letting ourselves down all the time. That's all right. This right? is my thing about dreams as well. Like, you let just, your fucking dreams go. Your dreams are like your bank account. There's never as much potential in it as you think there is. You can achieve that and do your No, you can't. You can achieve that if you're good at it and your timing is good and you know people or you, you know, you
0: can And you work hard and, and you see work, opportunities know, and you do but it, it takes, takes a long time. It takes more
2: than that if yep. your timing is wrong if you're a little bit too early or you're a little bit too late or your dreams are fucked let go of your fucking dreams your dreams are baggage your dreams are a story you use to let yourself down like like Fuck your dreams. I think look you're, around you, accept. Sort of, like, look I'm, for I'm, opportunities I'm still, and things. Things, to are, do, things yeah. are all right. It's okay. It's fucking okay. You know. It's grand. I'm not better or worse than anyone else. You know. That's. I don't know. That may. It sounds very negative when I say it, but no, I, get more, I, I get a lot of comfort out of it. You know. I
0: think you're being what I'd call sort of accepting on that, and some people see accepting as something negative but actually it's just going Not yeah, that's just the way that is and you know whatever but I, th- I think the interesting thing is from a brain perspective is the brain is adaptable right it can change and respond it's constantly changing right exactly yeah. and that's called neuroplasticity and all that means is your brain has the capacity to change with learning so failing is part of learning and that means your brain is constantly changing but it's adaptable so that means when you learn and when you achieve something right you're working to achieve it you get your dopamine hit you get your reward and then it's done and it doesn't have the same value because you've achieved it. So you have to have something else or yeah. you need something else. So like that, like the minute you've written the first book, and like the minute that book's written, I'm going, OK, I need to get a third book deal. It's like the album sort of thing, you know. And I am the last few months before this come out trying to come up with an idea from an next book. Yeah, And that went number one the week before last. Brilliant. But I'm kind of going, oh, yeah, but it's only number one in the nonfiction Irish Times charts and that only ah. it no but you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. and someone said to me a friend of mine who's a literary agent she says but nobody can ever take it away from you you are an Irish Times number one bestseller you see, and I, I said go, but it's yeah, only non I'd say yeah you're right that's what
2: I'd say to you yeah you're right it is it's only non-fiction now, yeah. now we can you can enjoy that like yeah yeah
0: but I mean uh, you see, i people, that's, you're alright like that's fine <laughs> people think you make the... loads of money like you know it's uh, like that's Ireland though you know uh, I mean, I'll you never know.
2: forget doing the naked camera the first year and like, it went from being literally a nobody comedian to a person that was touring. Which I still no money. You yeah. know, I had my Leap card. I'm yeah. sitting on a bus with my Leap card and the fella goes, so you you be driving the Ferrari.
0: I mean, are you joking? <laughs> Are you fucking the, joking? It was the same in Fair City. You only got paid for the weeks you were on. Like it's not like in the UK. So loads of actors have to sign on in I between. And you'll be in the, the and they'll be looking, what are you doing here? Like you're on the telly. Yeah, I kind of earned six grand this year. <laughs> this <know>. year
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I know one of the actors who was doing Fair City and like you know on so, signing on I'm, po- I'm posing for photographs you yeah. know at the post office and like, oh look who it is and they don't know like they don't know why they're there probably paying their TV licence but he's like this is the weirdest thing like yeah,
0: it's so I'm weird. on the
2: scratch and I'm, ho- I'm posing for photographs and yeah. people are going that's your, your man from Fair City he was like this, is like he was like I don't know how to handle this <laughs> I don't know it's really, Everyone, I'm, really like, weird. I'm apparently the most successful person in the post office yet I'm the only one here collecting me fucking gold <laughs> at the moment <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Everyone else is here Paying bills I'm here collecting Me scratch Like what the fuck Sort of Like the celebrity In Ireland Doesn't mean Weird It's weird Like we've weird. Ireland's so mad Like we've celebrity Mattress salesmen In, in Ireland Oh yeah Who we'll make more
0: He's parked everywhere He's parked everywhere you go, And he's brilliant
2: Mattress mate But you're celebrity Mattress salesmen Celebrity chefs Celebrity hoteliers Yeah you know, Celebrity yeah. fucking accountants We're starved for And then we've actors We're on the scratch And, oh. and they're the biggest faces You know we're oh. Like
0: it's so Upside down I remember down. Can I, can I so ask you mental. this I remember this when Rocha Stores it was a shop in town but I remember and this happened so often I mean I remember you'd be doing your ordinary stuff like your everyday stuff I was raising kids and I was looking at something on the shelf and feel conscious that people walk by I'm sure you get this all the time and then they sort of walk back no it's not her
2: yes. yeah yeah you get the yeah, no this... it's
0: not her and I kind of went like I'll just keep what I'm doing and then they go oh she's much smaller in real life than she is on the telly and she's this and she's, and they're having a conversation and they're like this close to you and you kind of feel like going oh, I'm here yeah yeah I'm not deaf
2: I asked to walk up to you and tell you see, quite recently in hospital I was in hospital getting a check up with a consultant thankfully nothing wrong mm-hmm. and uh, you know people walk up what's her, your name is again? Was <laughs> there PJ? and she goes no that's not it <laughs> it'll come to me she goes I did. She goes, Jason Bourne. <laughs> I said, No, it's P.J. She goes, It fucking isn't. I was like, Right, okay, fair enough. It's they people talk
0: to you much differently. Oh, you know? differently, differently. I remember. guess like they know you. Like you know, how we on? now? Must start. Yeah, you well? Yeah, yeah. 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 I've had. A, I'm sure you've had people like that. Think they know you. They don't realise, and they'll say, oh, yeah. How's where, is
2: it, ever? where is going Where's I know you from? Yeah. In a spa. Where's um, where it I know you from? And you don't want to go. Uh, I was on, on the TV. telly. Yeah. And so you just, I don't know. Oh no! Wait, were you at a party in Valley three years ago? There, a fella called Fat Andy. Oh my God! You're not... <laughs> I no, know, I wasn't never knew. Think... What is it then? <laughs> I don't know.
0: you oh, do you know Margaret Is it, you know, like, like,
2: and it's just these yeah. weird conversations yeah no yeah. I
0: remember that I never knew It'll you knew be. straight away that where they knew you're from and my character wasn't very glamorous so I always knew I'm looking shit if they're asking if you me get recognised. if I get recognised I'm looking <laughs> shite right <laughs> and it would be I'd be up in woodies or something in the middle of decorating and then you say oh, how's... and like that you can't you cannot turn where do I know you from and I'd always say well I'm from Clotarf what school did you go yeah, to yeah you, you, you know going because if you turn Round, I mean there'd be someone like your show, naked camera, and you'd be going, Oh, maybe it's Fair City. No, I don't watch Fair City, and they yeah, walk yeah, be, off, yeah. you know, like that'd be you just can't say That's it. my
2: friend Eric Lawler who was in Fair City as Cottle, bad boy cottle, uh, he's a stand-up, and he says, Because of Fair City, he said Fair City is a different thing because he's done a lot of TV. He says that when you're in Fair City, you, you go into a whole new level,
0: yeah,
2: where people just thought he was the character. So yes, he was in Claire Hall Tesco and someone came up to him and goes, You're some fucking bastard, you are. You know that's a character I'm playing. He goes, "I don't give a fuck what it is you're doing. You're a bastard." <laughs> he's like this. Is, I remember when, when this is what like, like I can't
0: even buy bread and milk without yeah. someone giving me shit. You know. I remember George Clooney not putting about myself or Irish actors in the in the same context, but like he's a movie star now. But he started in sort of soap and and that sort of thing. And yeah. and like that's what he said. He said when you're in something like that you're in people's living rooms so they think they know you whereas when it's a movie you know you're going to see it and it's a movie star and it's a big thing It's another level It's another level but I remember there was a guy when I was in it and he was a barman actually I think in McCoy's and whatever he was doing he was up to no good but we used to go down to the Tesco just down the road from the TV station and someone started to beat him over the head with an umbrella like or whatever he did Oh, it's mad Yeah it
2: is wild Mad, wild Wild.
0: Absolutely wild Right listen I've taken loads of your time what I do like to end on is to ask and I'm half dreading this someone answer someone
2: asked me this now at all
0: I like to ask people to give their sort of advice on surviving and thriving ha! in life give up <laughs> on your dreams
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean what do I say I done. not I'm the worst person to give anyone any advice you know stay lucky while you can <laughs> stay lucky Jesus Christ it's all you can do wake up and try and feel lucky you know what I mean that's it that is really I'm not even messing like try and feel lucky you really just
0: mean go with the flow like just do you see I I don't believe in luck you don't believe in
2: luck really I'm made out of the shit like I'm made out of it no yes
0: no you see that is you giving away your power and your talent to luck, and your personality and the reason people like you see this is what is the amount of
2: things that could have gone wrong yeah, did at they the didn't. right time or the right person and the right somebody Yeah but you
0: were ready you see that's my whole point I yes. re- I'm not ready now I'm not even ready for dinner are you joking? <laughs> yeah you see you're not seeing yourself from over here and seeing how much people like you and how much joy people give and I can see why that's hard for you to take in because you felt that growing up everything was the reverse Right I'll give
2: you a different answer there Okay right? Be honest right Yeah This is a genuine answer right mm. In the last Three years I wouldn't have given this interview to fucking anyone.
0: Really? Now
2: i give it to anyone. If well obviously are, even people Thanks. who were even people who attack me in my front garden. Right? I didn't
0: attack you. I know, yeah, <laughs> Even
2: people who are jumping on me. No, but I would and I don't mean anyone, but I would like if I'm having an interview, I would be honest like I am now. Yes. I wouldn't have done it three years ago. It's only the last few years I started to realise why they call it an act, you know? It was an all bullshit. I was sitting down and I was telling people, people were asking me questions, what do you prefer? Do you love stand-up or do you love acting more? Little did they know how much it was the, the inner bullshit, the battle of it all. You know, yeah. And it's just so much better to be I, that I can sit here now and tell you how the shit that I'm not happy about myself, and I never will be. I'm, I'm, be, I'm all right with it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. You don't, I, I, don't feel like I need to fix anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. You ask me how things are. If this was a bad day, I tell you, I'm, in oh, a fucking awful humour I yeah. never would have done it. I, and it's not like I felt I had to. I was looking after you. You were saying to me if, if I was telling you I was grand I was looking after you to try not to make you feel bad. Yeah. trying Try to make the journalists feel better. Or going into do radio interviews and trying to make them have a good show. And you can do all that just by being See, yourself. I, was... I can be miserable and still give a good interview I think now. Yeah. I think that's actually I can be better and it serves me better as well. And actually since I started being honest people don't just say listen I was laughing but people say yeah I fucking can relate to that. Yeah. So be honest. I, know, like, I mean it sounds but be honest. Yeah. You're, you're bullshit is not bullshit. It's the same as everyone else. That's what I'm saying. If you feel like a failure, you are a failure, fucking fine. So am I. Yeah. So is every other fucker in the park. You don't You don't need to carry that bag on your own. We're all carrying our bags of sacks of shit. We're all walking around with sacks of shit that we're never going to get away from. You look at all these celebrities and they will say, I feel better than you, therefore I know better than you. And you know you're never going to be this glossy version of them, so you feel like you, you can't get away from yeah. it. Yeah. He's a sack of shit lying bastard. It's all right. You know, just fucking be honest. Don't listen to the sacks of shit who are telling you you can be anything you want to be. Be happy with who you are. Be honest. Just be fucking honest. It will free you. It will free you of your shit. I promise you, it will set you free. You'll be miserable... Just the same amount. But you'll get <laughs> out of it so much quicker. So much quicker. You stop being responsible for everybody else. And you'd be surprised where help comes from. Like you'd be yeah. surprised how much you start making friends who, are, who will be honest with you back, you know. You'll lose those people who will tell you what you want to hear. When you're very honest with people, they people will start being very honest with you back. Yeah. So you want to get through your life a little bit better, with a little bit of a smile on your face. Or if you're the type of person like me, that when you're miserable, you want to get wrapped up in your misery, that's okay. Yeah. That's actually quite an enjoyable thing to do. I think I'm comfortable in misery and anger sometimes, so just be fucking honest.
0: Thanks to PJ for his honesty and I couldn't agree more with his tip for thriving and surviving. Honesty really is fundamental to healthy relationships. Of course, it doesn't mean that you go around sharing unsolicited honest opinions with random strangers. Although that would make for a great PJ Gallagher comedy character. You can catch PJ in his new series, The Big DIY Challenge, currently airing on RTE and you can catch up on previous episodes on RTE Player. Well, I'm sorry to say that's the last interview for season three. I'll be taking a much needed break from podcasting to work on my next book and a radio documentary. I hope to spend some time in nature too to look after my mental health. I'll still be on social media though, so do follow me at Sabina Brennan on Instagram and at Sabina underscore Brennan on Twitter. I would welcome any suggestions for topics that you'd like me to cover in the Super Brain Booster episodes. Thanks as always to Emily Burke, who is more than just an editor, and I couldn't make this series without her. She is my right hand woman. We have amazing guests lined up for season four. will return in September. In the interim, if you haven't already done so, please do have a listen to season one and season two. There are some brilliant guests and interviews and booster shots in there. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone
1: with a brain.